Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Avatar The After Show. Uh, this is the one and only episode where we are talking about every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I am pretty excited. Uh, we are talking about the next episode, which is called, uh, which when you watch this, the show on Netflix, it's actually this is actually considered one episode when you watch it on Netflix, but if you watch it on the DVD, um, it is uh, it is shown as two separate episodes. Um, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, this. Uh, <laughs> so it is. We are reviewing uh, episodes 12 and 13, chapter 12 and chapter 13 of Avatar The Last Airbender, chapter 12, The Serpent's Pass, and chapter 13, The Drill. Uh, now, when it comes to episodes like this, in this case, I'm going to review them as one episode. Um, I believe with I believe with last year's two-parter on the what on the uh, the northern um on the uh, uh, the Northern Water Tribe finale, um, I think I reviewed it as two separate parts. I can't remember when I can't, I can't remember. But with this episode, with with episodes like these going forward, I'm just going to review them as one episode. So when we get to, I mean, I won't I won't give away specifics, but like the finale of season two, I'm going to review the that as one big episode, even though again, on the DVD, when you watch them, they're two separate episodes, but on that, again, on Netflix, they're, they, they show as uh, as one big episode. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and let's talk about, uh, let's start talking about the, these episodes and let's start with, ch- with chapter 12, the serpents pass. So, uh, this episode, uh, it actually, um, it actually did premiere, uh, I believe, it premiered along with The Drill, which is probably why Netflix plays it as one episode. Uh, it premiered in select theaters, uh, in select United States movie theaters on September 9th, 2006. And it premiered on television. Uh, it's uh, the day it, it made its television debut on September 15th, 2006. Uh, it is directed by Ethan Spaulding, and it is written by Joshua Hamilton and Michael Dante DiMartino, who is one of the show's creators. Um, and this episode uh, picks up right where uh, the last one, kind of where the last one left off. Uh, our group of heroes, uh, without the help of Appa, need to go to Bossing Say to warn uh, the Earth King about the uh, upcoming solar eclipse, but also so that Aang could find Appa. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Zuko and uh, Zuko and Iroh are on their way to um, Bossing Say to start a new life as refugees. Um, and encounter uh, a familiar face. So, um, 
let's let's start talking about the episode because I really did. Oh, and by the way, the animation in on this episode is done by JM Animation. Uh, so let's go ahead and um, and start this off with um, let's let's start breaking down this episode because I think this is really great. So the episode opens up with Aang with our with Team Avatar kind of hanging around a waterfall. They're swimming. Um, Sokka is looking at maps from the Spirit Library, and uh, he discusses the group huddles, and he discusses that they need to uh, uh, they need to go through a route called the Serpent's Pass, which is the mo- which is uh, the easiest route to take through uh, to Bossing Say. And just as they're about to start their journey. Uh, they meet a group of three Earth Kingdom refugees, um, and uh, <laughs> and so yeah, <clears throat> um, they meet these Earth Kingdom refugees. Now, I will say this: one of the things I love instantly is that um, you know when it comes to episodes like this, where the Avatar and his team are meeting someone on their on their journey. Um, it can sometimes come across annoying. <clears throat> Great divide. Um, it can sometimes come across as annoying, and you're just like, "Oh, great! They're meeting a, they're meeting someone on the road. It's gonna end up being annoying." The only case that it wasn't so annoying for me, at least, was the Cave of Two Lovers. But I know a lot of people found that episode to, prove to be pretty annoying, but I didn't. But whatever, that is what it is. But. It is, <laughs> but when when it comes to and so you so if you are not a fan of that trope in the show, then then a part of you is kind of like, oh great, they're meeting another group of characters who are just gonna find annoying. You don't. The minute these these Earth Kingdom refugees are on screen, you are instantly, you know, uh, in support of them. You know. Um, uh, the character uh, of Than, of Than, uh, his pregnant wife Ying, and uh, and his uh, his sister, they they are all heading to uh, ba- the to Bossing Say. Um, and as they and they hear about the team about uh, about their plan to go through the Serpent's Pass, but then they invite Ang's group to go to Full Moon Bay. Um, to take a ferry to Bossing Say instead of going through that deadly path. Um, so they get to Full Moon Bay, and they are and Katara is amazed to see how many refugees there are waiting to leave to go to Bossing Say. Um, and uh, it's it's really it's really here that you kind of understand what kind of an impact the fire nation has had on the world. The fact that, you know, there are so many people who are now running away to go to bossing say, because it's the only place that is protected from the wrath of the fire nation. Now in late, in a later episode of season two, without getting into specifics in later episodes in season two, you slowly start to figure out why that is. Um, you slowly start to find out why that is, but again, we'll, I won't get into the specifics. I'll save that for later episodes. Um, so, uh, so there is uh, a ferry which uh, 
which just uh, departed and is heading to uh, Boston, say. And it has, uh, and this is where we meet, uh, where we reunite with Iroh and Zuko, uh, who are disguised as Mushi and Lee. Uh, and then they meet the former Freedom Fighters, Jet, Smellerby, and Longshot. Uh, of course, uh, Jet was a character we last saw in Season 1. Um, and uh, he kind of talks with Zuko, and they, uh, and they agree to uh, get some food, to steal some food uh, from the captain's uh, quarters to help uh, feed uh, the people, on, the passengers on the ferry. Um, we get back to the Full Moon Bay, and this is where we finally get to see Cabbage, uh, the Cabbage Merchant, make his make his little cameo here. Uh, the Cabbage Merchant comes back, and he uh, get, uh, a a giant uh, animal uh, destroys his cart, and of course we get the line, "My cabbages." Uh, <laughs> uh, so Ang goes up to the Ticketmaster, and she doesn't want to let them through until uh, Toph takes out the, um, uh, takes out, um, you know, uh, her documents, uh, the Bayfon uh, family documents, uh, and uh, <laughs> she, uh, uh, and she claims that, uh, uh, that they're like her that um, that these <laughs> that that these people are my royal servants, <laughs> and then and then she's like, but the animal is my seen eye lemur. <laughs> so they end up uh, um, getting tick uh, for uh, four tickets to Bossing Say, uh. And just as Sokka is celebrating, he is stopped by one of the guards. And that and he doesn't recognize her until she kisses him. Uh, and then we find out that it is Suki. We finally get to reunite with Suki, uh, who was another character we last saw in season one. Um, and I got to say, it, <laughs> you know, one of the one of the things I one of the things I really really love about this episode is actually the relationship and the chemistry between Sokka and Suki. Um, they just have like so much, just a, such a good back and forth. And they're and when you watch it, you're like, oh, they are an act. They are actually a very cute couple, you know. Um, and uh, and and throughout the throughout the episode, you kind of do see that little back and forth uh, thing. Um, <laughs> and then uh, they talk for a little bit. Um, we see throughout this episode that whenever Appa gets brought up, uh, Ang just pretends he's okay and tries to ignore it as much as possible. Uh, and then um, the refugees come and tells Aang that they uh, that their passports and tickets have been stolen. Um, and despite Aang's attempt to try and talk the ticket master into just giving them another ticket, um, 
it doesn't go well. Uh, it doesn't go well, and Aang just says, "Okay, you know what? Give up my. I'll give up my ticket. I'll lead you through the Serpent's Pass." So then uh, they decide to just the group decide. Uh, the rest of the group decides to just go on the journey and just uh, help lead these uh, refugees to Bossing Say through the Serpent's Pass, uh, and this is kind of where we get we get kind of like a um, uh, a Lord of the Rings esque type of uh, journey here, where we see a group a large group of characters just walking to a uh, to a destination, and again, this entire episode reminds me of like the 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 middle of the fellowship of the ring once the fellowship has formed and they're on their journey to mordor uh Mor- mordor and you see and you see them just walking as a group that's what this moment kind of reminds me of a little bit um um there's a bunch of really funny moments where um like they they all of a sudden get attacked by a fire nation ship uh, one of the rocks um, is about to to fall on Sokka, uh, and Toph uh, ends up saving saving them. Uh, and then and then Sokka um, is tells uh, goes on Suki and goes and goes, you you got to get out of the way. And then Toph very annoyingly goes goes, thanks for helping me. So- thanks for helping me, Toph. Hey, no problem, Sokka. <laughs> Toph has some really good moments uh, in these in, in this episode. Uh, her her moments are pretty pretty funny. Um, but then we get back to the ferry with Zuko and Jet. Uh, they steal all the food in the storeroom, and then uh, yeah, uh, they find they 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 steal the food. Good for them. Um, yeah, I gotta tell you. The whole Zuko and Iroh storyline that's going on um, in this, in these two, in both of these episodes, while they are interesting, doesn't really have a lot going on. You know, it's really just a bunch of, hey, meanwhile, you know, whereas all the great stuff is happening with our main group of characters, Aang, Katara, Sokka, Toph. The whole stuff with Zuko teaming up with Jet, and then you know you find out that Jet is um, trying to uh, is going to Bossing Say so that he could um, seek redemption, um, start a new life. That stuff is great. It's just that the the attempts at humor, like like when Iroh is like, um, "Oh, that's a weird name for a young man. Maybe it's not because I'm maybe it's because I'm not a boy. I'm a girl. Oh, that's a lovely name for a young girl." And it's that stuff plus like when Iroh drinks the cold tea in um, the next episode, it again doesn't really work out. Some of the humor involving Iroh and, Zu- and Iroh doesn't work out. But it's the dramatic stuff with Zuko and Jet. And then when Iroh tells um, tells Jet that he believes ev- everyone can change their ways, that is all great. But it's again it's it's all within the it it just feels like a well meanwhile this is happening when but i want to just keep following ang and ang and i, I just want to keep following team avatar i don't want to 
I, I don't really care about Zuko and Iroh right now. <laughs> and I love Zuko and Iroh. I think their 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 story has been great so far. But okay. Uh so they they go and spend the night. Uh Aang is looking out over some water. Uh Katara lets him know that it's okay to miss Appa. And then Aang um and then she tries to give Aang a hug, but Aang just bows and thanks her for her concern, and he walks away. Then we go to Sokka and Suki, um, and we kind of see that Sokka is still kind of torn about um, uh, the reason why he's being so overprotective over uh, Suki is because deep he he doesn't go into detail, but he... Um, we kind of know exactly what he's talking about when he he failed to protect um, uh, Princess. Uh, gosh, what's her name? It was it Ua, Princess Ua. I can't. I can never. I can never remember what the name of the the Moon Spirit Lady was. But uh, but yeah, and then um, the the two. Almost share a kiss, but then Sokka turns his back and walks away. And then Sokka tells Suki, it's not your fault. Um, more stuff with Zuko. And again, it's not that interesting. Um, then they, then the next morning, the group is still making their way through the Serpent's Pass. Um, and then they run into a giant sea serpent which is why it's called the Serpent's Pass. Um, and <laughs> and uh, we get a great moment where Sokka offers to, uh, where Appa picks up Momo and says, Oh, humble sea serpent, please accept this this gift, this, this gracious offering. Thank you. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Katara makes a uh, ice bridge. Uh, Toph doesn't want to walk on it, uh, fearing that she'll that she can't see. Uh, but then uh, she ends up falling through the water, and Suki goes and saves her. And then there's another great moment where uh, Toph kisses Suki on the cheek, and then she speaks. And Toph goes, "Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> you can go ahead and let me drown now." <laughs> um, great moment. I don't know if it's a line that um, I'm pretty sure into in 2022, it's a line that could offend people. Uh, maybe I don't know. Um, I find it I find it pretty funny. Um, I find it pretty funny, and uh, but I, I I remember watching it. I'm like, wow! I'm surprised nobody has attempted to say uh, cancel that episode of Avatar. I'm really surprised. Nobody has said cancel that episode because um, it does it does have the the potential to offend any to offend somebody. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, so they finally uh, escape the monster, but then uh, as they're getting closer to the walls of Bossing Say, Ying, one of the refugees, goes into labor. This is why you don't. You don't travel too far with a pregnant woman. Um, 
<laughs> and then Katara takes charge, and she uh, decides she's going to help deliver this woman's baby. Um, and, of course, I love it when um, Katara is helping deliver the baby, and then Sokka goes in um, and just faints. I, th- I thought it was so so hilarious. Um, so everyone goes in except for Aang, and then Katara tells Aang that sh- he should see this. And when Aang sees the newborn, the look on his face is just, this is some of the best. And, you know, it's really amazing what what an artist and a pencil can do. Because I I remember um, hearing an interview, uh, hearing this story, this behind-the-scenes story, uh, when Ray Fiennes was doing the voice of Ramesses in Prince of Egypt, and he was worried that they weren't going to be able to capture the, the 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 facial expressions that you would normally see in a live action film. Um, and when he saw the finished film and saw that moment where um, where uh, Ramesses looks at the ring and he goes through all these different expressions, he goes from sadness to anger and to just pure, you know, like screw you. Um, and, um, and Aang kind of has that same, you know, it, and it's amazing that they were able to just express with Aang's face in that moment that he is just, you know, this entire episode, he's given up. Like losing Appa has just made him just, this is his, the lowest point of his life, and then seeing a child being born. I'm getting, I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. Seeing a child being born just brings him to tears and gives him that sense of hope again. And, um, and then he looks at Katara and says, um, he looks at Katara, and he says. Uh, I thought I was trying to be strong, but I was really running away from my feelings. And seeing a family full of love reminded me on how I feel about Appa and how I feel about you too. And then, oh my gosh, I'm getting choked up just thinking about it because it's so amazing. And it's, again, just something that that when people, whenever I whenever I hear people kind of poo-poo on um, on animation and saying that it can't capture the right emotions. I mean, hell, I'm record. I just saw Lightyear, which I, which by the way, I am going to review on the Zeke Setzo show. But I saw Lightyear, and the and there's a similar moment in Lightyear where they were just able to capture real human emotion, and it's perfect. It's just like I'm watching it, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so so beautiful. So then. Um, Aang decides he's going to go find Appa since they're closer to the city. He's going to meet them in Bossing Se and go find Appa while the rest of the team leads these refugees to uh, Bossing Se. Um, and then Suki goes and says goodbye to Sokka uh, to, so she can go reunite with the other Kyoshi warriors. Um, and then she tries to apologize for the previous night, and then Sokka stops her, uh, and they they have their kiss. Which again, again, Sokka and Suki are kind of like just it's just like you know because I'm not gonna lie when it came to 
Princess Yue and the Moon Spirit. I just I never felt like I never felt that like love between the two of them. I, I just always felt like yeah, Sokka has a crush on her, and I never bought the fact that she would just fall in love with him. And I, I just never like I never bought into that. I love the how I love how it goes. Um, I love how it plays out in the episode. I love how it plays out. But me personally, I never bought it. This relationship between Sokka and Suki, I instantly just just bought. You know, from from the moment they reunite, you just kind of get that sense of oh yeah, no, th- this relationship works. This is a this relationship um, works in the show. Uh, so then, Ang reaches the wall, gets to the top of the wall. And then sees this giant drill. And then he looks at o- Momo and says, Sorry, Momo. Appa's going to have to wait. And then the episode the episode ends. Aw, the episode ends. Okay. Um, so that is The Serpent's Pass. Um, it is, uh, once again, a really good episode. Um, and I, and again, it is, uh, con- it's going to tie into the next episode that we're going to talk about, which is the drill. But before we talk about the drill, uh, it is time for us to take the Zeke said so commercial break. So, uh, so sit back, relax and, uh, and avatar the after show will be right back. Hey there, guys. So if you are looking for more content besides the Zeke Said So podcast, don't worry. That's where the Zeke Said So Pictures YouTube channel comes in. Now, Zeke Said So uh, Pictures, the Zeke Said So Pictures YouTube channel uh, has been around for a very long time and has some great videos on there. You can go and watch some of our older stuff. But we are also planning on starting to upload all the short films, including The Passion for Film, uh, dropping uh, this uh, dropping uh, this upcoming holiday season. You have all this other great stuff like War for the Geeks and End of the Line. You can go back and watch those uh, two shorts. Uh, there's some trailer reactions, some behind-the-scenes stuff, and there are so many more videos coming to the channel. You can see some of my reactions to trailers and some of my reactions to movies like my Multiverse of Madness out of the theater reaction. And also I do some editorial stuff like my thoughts on the Batman or or my how Logan changed my life and all sorts of other really great stuff, including channel updates and many, many, many more. If you want to check all this stuff out on this, you can go to the Zeke Said So Pictures podcast. Uh, Zeke, sorry. All right, guys, and we are back with this week's episode of Avatar the After Show, and we are now going to get into um, episode 13, titled The Drill. Now, this episode was uh, – excuse me, sorry, I had to burp there for a second um, – it was – it premiered uh, once again in theaters along with um, – 
uh, the Serpents Pass in theater in select theaters uh, on September 9th, 2006. Uh, and it debuted on television on September 15th, 2006. Um, this was uh, uh, directed by Jean Car- uh, Giancarlo Volpe. And it was written by Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konietzko, uh, the two main showrunners behind the series. And the animation is done by DR Movie. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's get right back into the episode. So again, we pick up the sec the moment. The last episode ended. Uh, there is a Fire Nation drill uh, surrounded by several Fire Nation tanks as they are heading towards the wall of Bossing Say. Uh, their plan is to uh, penetrate the wall of Bossing Say so that Azula can claim it in the name of Fire Lord Ozai. Um. Of course, this is where we once again meet Azula, May, and Ty Lee, along with uh, Mi- uh, Min- uh, Minister Quinn, a uh, War Minister Quinn, um, and uh, they talk about the the po- the power of the drill, and they see that there are uh, Fire Nation soldiers in attack mode, and this episode, the beginning of this episode, when you when you really think about this particular part of uh, this particular episode. This is where the se- where season two becomes way more Empire Strikes Back because this episode really is like the Battle of Hoth. You know, it's, it's like um, the first few episodes of s- the, the first 12 episodes of season two are kind of like the buildup and, you know, you're kind of building up to something and you're getting a lot of character stuff, all that. But then you get to this and this is where the, the season two becomes very much like empire strikes back because this is the battle of Hoth. (laughs) You really, really think about it. Um, except, uh, major, major differences. Um, but, uh, team avatar finally gets the bossing say, uh, Aang flies down on his glider, and they uh, see. Wow, sorry, I had to yawn there for a second. Uh, and they see that there is a giant drill heading to the wall. Um. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they get to. Uh, the top of the, they uh, get to the wall. Uh, a Fire Nation, an Earthbender soldier approaches them and says they can't, civilians aren't allowed there. Aang reveals himself as the Avatar and uh, t- is taken to the commanding officer, General Sung, um, who is very, very funny, actually. Who's, he's actually pretty funny. And he says that the Avatar's help is not needed. Uh, they have the best soldiers down there. Uh, and let's just say all these, all these, um, the the Terra team, as they're called, uh, gets taken out pretty pretty easily by uh, by Tylee, um, who once again just shines as this awesome, just badass. You know, uh, May and Tylee, both of them, kind of serve as these just two underrated badasses. Um, uh, so after witnessing the defeat of the terror team, General Sung uh, says, uh, yeah, 
yeah, we, we need we we need your help. So they go to come up with a plan to um, uh, come up with a plan uh, to uh, take down the drill. Uh, we get some more stuff with Zuko and Iroh, um, and uh, they get their tickets to Bossy Say, uh, and Jet wants Lee, otherwise known as Zuko, uh, to join the Freedom Fighters. Um, and uh, coming back to the outer the outer wall, uh, Katara realizes that the reason that uh, that these Earthbenders were taken down by Ty Lee. Um, and she's like, she says, um, she doesn't look threatening, but when she, but when she hits you, it's like she, it's like she takes you down from the inside and then they get, and then Sokka gets the idea, uh, that they need to destroy the drill by hitting the pressure points within the drill. Um, so the group, uh, goes in, they create this giant dust cloud, and they run to the drill, Toph, uh, so, and Sokka, Katara, and Aang go inside, and Toph is, well, Toph creates this underground tunnel, and then Sokka just yells, I can't see a thing, and then we get Toph's sarcasm coming in, and she says, oh no, what a nightmare. <laughs> um, very, very funny stuff there. Um, and then uh, while Aang and Guitar and Sokka go inside, uh, Toph refuses to go but tries to do what she can to stop the drill from the outside or try to slow it down. Um, they, <laughs> uh, they steal the plans of the interior of the, the drill and uh, they decide that they are going to again destroy it from destroy these uh, massive steel braces from the outside and as Aang and Katara are slowly kind of cutting it um, <laughs> uh, Sokka delivers some quote unquote support and uh, basically tells them to put their backs into it uh, we go back to Zuko and Iroh uh, Iroh gets uh, tea, gets some jasmine tea, and spits it out because it's cold. And then while Zuko goes to Jet to talk to him, Iroh heats up his tea, and Jet finds out that Iroh and Zuko are firebenders. Um, which that whole thing with uh, that whole thing with with Jet's seeking redemption gone because Jet's going back to his old ways again. Uh, back with Team Avatar. Uh, they can't seem to budget, uh, but they go and weaken all of the other braces so that Aang can finally deliver the final blow uh, from the outside. Um, let's see. Uh, the drill does hit the wall at some point. Um, and then uh, Azula, Tylee, and May uh, go and find out that the Avatar is there, and they go to uh, stop the Avatar. Um, and then Tylee goes to uh, 
she dives towards Aang and then Aang just does this airbending move and like basically pushes her back. Basically he just does one move and then she just flies back and hits this, hits this steel brace. And it's just like, it's almost like Aang was kind of going bitch, please. Um, kind of cool actually. Um, then they, uh, they followed team avatar May and Tylee go to follow Sokka and Katara while Azula follows Aang. Um, and then Katara and Sokka jump into the uh, uh, the, the sludge, the, the, the rock and water mixture um, uh, pipeline. Uh, they jump in. Uh, Tylee decides to jump in and follow them, but May is just like, meh, I don't feel like it. I don't, I'm not going down there. That's gross. You know, and she goes, Azula can fire all the lightning she wants at me. I don't care. Uh, uh, then they get, then Aang gets on top of the drill and to deliver the final strike, but then Azula is there to stop him. Um, and then Azula and Aang have their big fight, and this is kind of where, um, this is this is a pretty awesome fight. This fight between uh, Azula and Aang is pretty freaking awesome, especially when Aang like covers his um his arm with rock and just basically uses it to block Azula's firebending is pretty freaking awesome. Um, and finally getting to see Aang use his earthbending um, again is is great you know uh it's funny it's it's interesting because you start to notice when ang you you saw this a little bit in last season and then you saw it here just in this episode when ang learns a new element he immediately starts to use it in future in the next in either the next episode or maybe a couple episodes afterwards um, showing you how much time is is passing through this show that Aang is already starting to to master some of these elements. Um, but Aang carves this X into the drill, and then the uh, a rock lands on top of the drill, and he uh, cuts the this rock and like basically fits it into the X. And this whole moment where Aang runs up the wall and then turns back around and starts speed, like basically just running down the wall, um, forming this air bubble, basically riding it down. Um, and the music that plays, you know, it's this very epic version of the main theme, the just. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. And then you get, and then it just all culminates with this awesome moment of Aang finally just hitting the spot. And it's just like it this is really because Aang has his what I call Dragon Ball screaming moment. Now, if you've seen Dragon Ball, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for those of you who don't, I'll I'll kind of break it down for you. Dragon in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball is known for having tons of screaming. You know, 
I mean, characters can literally just be standing there for like four episodes in a row and do nothing but just scream, just ah. Um, in fact, Dragon Ball Super Broly, most of the dialogue in the second half of that movie is all screaming. <laughs> most of Broly's dialogue in that second half is all screams. Um, is no words, only screams. Uh-huh. Um, but but Aang has that moment as he's falling down and he's just he just screams he's like ah! and i'm just like yep 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 michael dante di martino and uh brian konietzko they watch dragon ball <laughs> it wouldn't be an anime without somebody screaming um uh but then the drill is destroyed uh azula and tylee uh are they're sitting soaking their defeats and then May comes out of one of the hatches and says, oh, yeah, we lost. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, we see uh, we get back to the station. Um, Jet follows Zuko and Iroh on the monorail, riding, getting into Bossing Say. Um, Iroh then sees um, our our. Uh, refugees who we've been following uh, for a majority of last of the last episode, and sees uh, the little infant they have, um, and then we end this we end this episode with Team Avatar with Sokka coming up the name for their group, including the Ang Gang, the Boomerang Squad, and the Fearsome Foursome. Um, I'm not gonna lie, Fearsome Foursome sounds like. Um, uh, a really bad um, adult film. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out. No, fuck it. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Um, as the team prepares to enter the bossing say, and bam, uh, the episode ends. Um, and this episode is great. Now I will. Um, now. Kind of what I want to say here is this, okay? Both of these episodes are fantastic. Both of them are just fantastic. Um, as separate episodes, they are fantastic. But when you watch them as one whole episode, I it's it's funny because as I'm watching, I'm I'm watching this as one big episode, and I just felt like I was watching a movie. And maybe that's why they premiered it in movie theaters. Because when you watch this episode, it doesn't feel like an average episode of television. It feels like one big movie. And it was just great. I think the the furthering of the characters in both episodes is fantastic. The action in the second episode is great. Um, the adventure that the team goes on in these in these two episodes is great. Um, kind of like an adventure within the main adventure. So, uh, great episode. I loved it a lot. And, uh, yeah, um, 
that will do it for this week's episode of Avatar The After Show, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, hopefully, you guys uh, enjoyed it. Make sure you go subscribe to the Zeke Said So Pictures YouTube channel. Follow me on social media, both on Twitter and on Instagram, at Zeke Said So. I just put up my Lightyear. I have I have a Lightyear reaction up on the podcast, uh, up on the Instagram. So go check it out. So support me on social media. Um, s- make sure you subscribe and share the podcast. Uh, and that will do it, guys. I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.